This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Tough loss last night Tough for the Oilers. Tough loss. And uh, did you stay up for the game? We need to hear from our 6 a.m. listener club. If you only had a cute little nap mm-hmm. between that game and your shift this morning or your alarm this morning, hit us up on the text line. We're going to award uh, two people this morning. With 6 a.m. listener club mugs? With some mugs. Because you're going to need to fill them with as much coffee as possible yep. numerous times today. But I found a positive. In the loss last night. Well, just in general with uh, this playoff run. Like Dreisaitl's two goals? Is something, that? No. Oh, okay. Something to look forward to. And it's the WAG jackets. I don't know what that means. Women and girlfriends of NHL players, they team up when their husbands or partners are in the playoffs. And they have themed jackets for each series. series, That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, Ryder. Their first series against the LA Kings. These jackets are straight fire. They are. And I don't know if any other team's WAG jackets can beat them. Lauren Kyle steps up. She knows what she's doing. Was she part of the design team? Mo- most likely, she's yes. She's kind of like the queen mother of... She's got to be. Of the wives and girlfriends, of the WAG. You can't have Dreisaitl's girlfriend being the team leader. Lauren Kyle has to do it because McDavid's the captain. Yeah, that's fair. It's kind of goes without saying. I think assistant queen mother would be uh, yes. Dry's <laughs> girlfriend. That's exactly right. But the jackets are great. How do I get my hands on one? How do I steal one and sneak into a game? Because remember when we went to that playoff game, Ryder and I spent a fortune on two tickets to go. And Lauren Kyle walked past us and the the jacket she was wearing for that game. Mm. I My jaw dropped. It was bright orange. It looked like a biker jacket. It looked like something a WWE wrestler yes. would wear. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was like a or- bright orange faux it, leather. I think it had sharp studs on the yes. shoulders. It had orange studs on it, and it mm-hmm. said McDavid across the back, and I was like, that's hot. Can you give us a rundown on the LA Kings? It's an oversized jacket. Okay. She's wearing it off the side of one shoulder. It basically looks like an Oilers jersey from behind. Ooh, that is nice. Look, it's like an oversized spring jacket. It's got all the Oilers colors. It's mostly white. Blue writing, McDavid across the back. So they all wear their partner or husband's number and name on the back. Lauren Kyle is so hot. She's so hot. Also, I love that (laughs) um, in the background, she's obviously taking a selfie in her and McDavid's home. Mm -hmm. That bath. Do you think you took a nice hot bath yesterday morning before the game? Her his pregame know. ritual because she called him out when they did their house tour. When he, they did the bathroom and she was like, "You take more baths than me." He's like, "Thanks." <laughs> so bringing it up. He wouldn't have taken one last night. I could just see him like angrily squeezing the rubber ducky that's in there. <laughs> you think he has a rubber ducky in the bathtub? <laughs> anyway, I haven't even bothered to look at the other team's wag jackets because I don't know if they can even compare to... Are you sure ours? every WAG team has this? Yes. Or is this just an Oilers tradition? No, it's a, it's absolutely a thing. Okay. And I only learned about WAG Jacket's last playoff run because a woman did a comparison okay. on her TikTok. She showed photos of each team and rated them out of 10. But I'm just seeing here a tweet that says, the other WAGs are scrambling for last-minute Im- improvements after seeing Lauren Kyle's selfie. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a really cool jacket. So if you think there's competition on the ice, imagine if the Wags saw each other in the crowd. Just start fighting like they're on the ice. Sorry, they're not in the crowd. They're in the best box in <laughs> the arena. Seems like a lot of waste. I will say it's giving Kardashian vibes. Yeah. There are a lot of balloons and stuff in the background. I was like, is this necessary? But it's also exciting. Mm-hmm. They should uh, auction them off after they're done and donate the money. How about that? Then it's not no, wasty. No, then- no, no. They're not donating the jackets. Because well, I would wear that McDavid jacket everywhere. And I would be like, I am McDavid. I am Lauren Kyle. And people would be like, mm, <laughs> I don't think so. You're saying like if you bought it, it, you I- would wear it and pretend you're Lauren Kyle. Well, I'd be Lauren Kyle from Wish. That's what people would say when they see me. They'd be like, you mean Lauren Kyle from Sheehan? And I'd be like, yes. That's That might be where you have to get your jacket yeah, that's maybe, close to this. Maybe right? I can find a knockoff on yeah. Sheehan. You're convinced that Kris Jenner is just like a mind manipulator. She can like sway any attention they're getting in what direction she wants. Yeah, if there's negative press, she'll find a way to distract us. And that's exactly what's happening right now. With all of these headlines claiming that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are dating. Sure, Jan. Why would they not be dating? Because I have not seen them together. They're both single, right? And they're both very attractive. So why wouldn't they want to... Where did they meet? Well, I don't know. They're celebrities. Raya? Maybe the Raya dating app, which, by the way, has still not accepted me. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) the one for celebrities, right? You, You can't... Look at pictures on Raya and go, who? <laughs> so that's why you haven't made the cut. Dude, we have listeners that have been listening for nine plus years that mm-hmm. when they meet me, they're like, oh, I didn't know that's Is what that you looked like. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, maybe they did meet on that dating app. Maybe they met at a, you know, Coachella. No, they're not dating. What would they talk about? Being rich no, and sexy? Timothy would just be like, so you have like makeup or like he wouldn't care. I'm trying to picture Timothy Chalamet being the stepdad to her children. I can't take it seriously. <laughs> it's not real news. Mm-hmm. They're pushing it a lot. So you think they're hiding something else? Yes, there's something uh, There's something going on. Either that or no. they're both hot celebrities no. who are just hooking up. This is what it is. They're just trying to get people interested in the next season of the Kardashians because they know that the show's getting boring. Mm-hmm. But guess what's going to happen? We're not even going to see Kylie. Or Tim. At all. Do people call him Tim? People should call him Tim. If your name is Timothy, you're, no, you should go by Tim. No, you... Call him by his full name. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Can you imagine as a grown-ass man demanding that people call you Timothy? It took me years to <laughs> pronounce his name properly, so now that I know it, I have to say the full thing. <laughs> this is the bird edition of Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> so my story is about a rooster and a hen. And they've been living in the same sanctuary for 18 months, but it wasn't until this uh, last October that they actually finally met each other. Is it Basil or Basil? The hen's name. Probably Basil. I feel like it's Basil. Sure. Let's go with Basil then. So Basil only has (laughs) one leg. The other one was amputated due to an infection and she had to be brought inside for her safety. And that's how she met the rooster named Shrimp. Shrimp and Basil. And now they're in love and inseparable. I thought you said it was Basil. Oh, wait. Basil. So Shrimp was brought inside because he was being bullied by the other chickens in the coop. Mm. And that's maybe that's because they called him Shrimp. Shrimp is a cute name. You know what's (laughs) actually funny is when you name an animal 
a different kind of animal. Totally. Like if you had a dog and named it chicken, it's hilarious. Yep, that's good. Or like moose, bear, those are common ones. Moose and bear are good, yeah. But I'm thinking more obscure. Like raccoon. Oh my gosh, can someone please call their dog raccoon? (laughs) Tell me something good. Basil, Basil, and Shrimp are in love, and I hope they stay together forever. And also the fact that uh, Basil, Basil can't walk. So Shrimp always takes care of her while she's in her little bed. My story is about birds taking care of each other, too. So Murphy is an eagle that, because of a wing injury, lives in a sanctuary, has been trying to take care of what he thought was uh, an egg. It was, was it? it was just a rock. <gasps> no, my but heart. They weren't telling him, but he constantly was caring for this rock, trying to s- sit on it and do motherly things and try to, you know, get it to, to crack open and have some life there. But nothing's been happening because it's a rock. Anyway, they uh, ended up bringing in a little baby eagle that also hurt its wing. And now Murphy has moved on from the rock and has just been taking care of this other little eagle, like nonstop. Nestling, I think is what you call a baby eagle. Anyway, uh, he's doing a very good job of protecting and nurturing this new little one. Have you ever Googled the wingspan of an eagle? Don't do it. It is terrifying. Do you want to know the wingspan of a bald eagle? You just told us not to Google it. Well, so. don't Google it because you'll crap your pants. Seven feet. Seven feet? <laughs> Tell me something good. We just got this text from uh, Carlana that says, my friend has a donkey named Hamster. See? Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Hey guys, we just wanted to pop on here quickly and mm. do a countdown. Social media can be annoying. <laughs> Even down to the captions. We're counting down the top seven worst Instagram captions is what we're calling it. But sometimes these leak onto Facebook as well. Yeah, so they're just cringy. And you know what? It's okay because all of us have done it. Mm-hmm. So we're not judging. It's just time to move past. When, yeah. If your entire personality is using all of these, you may want to look in the mirror, right? Also, I feel like it's also time to switch up the emoji game that we've been doing. Okay. There are so many amazing new emojis out there that we need to be exploring. So I shouldn't stickly, uh, sorry, strictly stick to the eggplant then? Correct. I shouldn't strictly to that. The other day I went for high tea and I was like, I need a cute emoji for this post. So I typed in cupcake. What a beautiful emoji that is not used enough. Okay. I like it. Uh, But let's get to the worst of the worst. These are some of the criminals for (laughs) worst captions. And like we said, we're all guilty of doing it. Mm. So it's okay if we read one of them and you're like, oh, I just used that yesterday. For example, uh, an honorable mention that didn't make the top seven, another day in paradise when you're on vacation. This is an honorable mention, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, or a picture of somebody else or video, and the caption is, never a dull moment with this one. <laughs> I kind of like that mm. one. How about uh, another honorable <laughs> mention, no caption necessary. Oh, yeah, like what? Then, then just, just don't. don't. These are great texts <laughs> rolling in, and it seems like a lot of us are annoyed of social media, as we should be, mm. because it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> this text, catch flights, not feelings. 
Ooh, and then they, it's like them in the airport. Mm-hmm. How about the uh, Chris just wrote in YOLO in all caps? Are people Ooh, still saying that? Yeah, I still use it. At number seven for <laughs> the worst captions. Okay, let's get into this. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, and it's a picture of their kid like with me- food on their face? Yeah. All kids have food on their face. And all of them are, of course the apple doesn't fall from the tree. You made the kid. It's literally your genes. <laughs> At number six, <laughs> felt cute, might I delete, delete later. later. <laughs> the top seven. Have you ever? Worst captions. Have I ever posted a picture and then deleted it later? A cute photo where you yeah. thought you looked good. Oh, you did this recently. Did I? Yes. Remember you posted a picture of you and our friend Doug in the back of a cab? Yeah, yeah. But you posted it at like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. It was after the Super Bowl party. We Terrible were in a, time. We were in to an be Uber. Posting. If you know algorithms, you never post after 11 p.m. Okay, I get it. And it got like four likes, and Ryder deleted it. Thanks, Lise. <laughs> at number five for the worst captions, top seven at seven, we've got about last night, dot, 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 with. Some kind of picture or video. What about last night? Like, spill the tea. Did something crazy happen? Who got mm-hmm. in a fight? You got to us- give us details. I think usually the picture or the video tells the story, right? Oh. But still, the caption's unnecessary. I never get that far. I scroll past. This might be my least favorite. but Okay, but uh, what's it coming in at on the list? Number four on the list. Because this is a top seven for everyone, not just my personal opinion. At number four for the top seven worst captions, we have... My office for the day. And it's when somebody is working on the beach. On the beach or at a cool coffee shop. <sighs> My office. <laughs> Keep in mind the energy that we are, uh, that we have on air right now is absolutely jealousy. Because imagine. And we're underslept because of the Oilers game. So we're a little jaded this morning. But it also looks like everybody agrees with us on the text line. Oh, yeah? Yeah. uh, People are cringy on social media, and we're all guilty of it. It's fine. This is another honorable mention on the text line. Hashtag winning. Mm. Charlie Sheen used to say that back in the day, I think. And Boss Babe is a suggestion that came in here, too. So the hashtags, we could have a whole other day for the worst hashtags. Don't even get me started. These are just captions, top seven worst. At number three, we have Love You to the Moon and Back. Listen. Adorable. It's cute Mm -hmm. because I know we're going to get some texts, some backlash here from people being like, I say that with my niece all the time or my grandkids. It is cute, but we cannot... We cannot default to that as with, a caption as a caption or with your partner all the time. You mm-hmm. have to switch it up because we're rolling our eyes when we see it. We are mm-hmm. like even something like love you more than meat for somebody who's like a big meat eater. That's prefer it's you personalized would rather hang out with you than blank or I don't know. Yeah. Personalize it. a little. You got to switch it up a little bit. Yes. Loving to someone to the moon and back. That's a lot of love. Mm hmm. But I'd rather read Love You to Infinity and Beyond. Okay. Just switch it up a little switch bit. Switch it up. A little Disney twist. Love You to Mars and back. At number two, we have... Now, this one gets you right fired up. What number is this? Number two? Two. Oh, yeah. We're getting to the good stuff here. Worst. Uh, top seven worst captions, usually <laughs> on Instagram. Number two, Take Me Back. Mm, it's a throwback picture. Actually, sometimes it's not even a throwback. It was yesterday. 
Yeah, or like three weeks ago when you got married. You know what? Save it for the one month. I've always said this. Yeah, Ryder's very big on timelines. Like, we don't need to see thirty your 39th birthday, birthday party. surprise party. Wait for the next year. Yeah. So take me back is usually like, oh, man, 11 months ago. No, it's just an married. excuse to repost, which is fine. Right. Like, because getting those likes, it really does release endorphins. Okay. If that's what it's about. That is what it's about. We can all see right through it. <laughs> the top seven worst captions at number one. We did a thing. Ah! Oh! <laughs> and people are still using it, Ryder. For they like engagements and stuff. Big stuff. There are thousands of people that just hit send on a we did a thing yeah. right now in 2023. And it's like a photo of them in front of their new house. Or they bought a car. Or they went and got a blueberry muffin. Now like, you, demand, okay. you demanded this one be number one. Is I, there some jealousy here with... People having no. these cool life moments. Okay. Just checking. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic that people are hitting milestones in their life, but we need to be more unique with our captions. I don't want to like a post when it says we did a thing, and it could be the most beautiful thing in the world. Okay. So, yes, that was a very judgmental <laughs> yeah. top seven at seven. But like I said, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. We've all done it. And it does seem like everyone on the text line is vibing with us. So Annika says we did a thing should definitely be number one. Uh, Danelle says, if you know, you know, with a barf emoji. What a good little rant session that was, hey? There are people that dedicate their entire TikTok to giving you suggestions on unique captions for your Instagram. Is that right? I'm not even joking. Okay, so do some digging. If you're a runner, this seems to be something you might be interested in. Run for the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. They're just looking for more people to do it, and you have until May 1st to sign up. It was sponsored on my timeline, and it just got me thinking about the Stollery because my nephew was just released from there yesterday after eight days mm -hmm. in the Stollery ICU. It was really scary. He had a fever for three days, and he physically was not getting off the couch to walk. Yeah. And I know there's so many parents out there and aunties and uncles and grandparents that are worried when their kid gets sick like that because it's just not normal for a kid to not get up. Especially it's going he, around, right? Yeah, he was... He's one of the most active kids I've ever met. So Absolutely. For him not to want to get up was quite surprising for. So for my sister's system. instincts, obviously motherly instincts, kicked in, and she was like, "This isn't right. Like I got to take him to the ER." And it turns out it was a very rare form of strep, so he didn't even have a sore throat. It was like he just had a really bad fever and mm -hmm. sore body, and yeah, he was in the ICU. They took him from the ER to the Stollery in an ambulance, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to all of the healthcare workers that work, especially with those kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, what a tough job. Selfless job. Selfless job and yeah. long hours. Yeah. Like, putting in those 12-hour 12, 12 shifts, especially with the ICU, each room has um, a nurse that sits outside. Right just in case something happens. It's crazy. You walk in and they allow you to bring food now. I mean, I know with over COVID, they didn't want anything coming through the door in case of contamination sure, of and course, stuff. Yeah. But um, I dropped off some donut party just for all the people that work in that ward. And you don't think anything of it, really. You just drop it off. But when I left, every single person thanked me because they're so used to the same faces. These kids are in there for extended right. amounts of time. Yeah. So when there's a new face, they notice it. And the word gets around in their little room of the staff. That you right? were the donut girl. I was the donut girl. And they're all so appreciative because 
when they're working those shifts, a lot of them are not having a lot of time to sit down and have a meal. Right. So they're grabbing something to bite and then they're back to work again, taking care of these kids. So just wanted to give uh, some love and appreciation mm-hmm. to everyone that works in healthcare, the stallery with those kids, getting them strong again, letting them have the ability to, to go home like, yeah. like my nephew did yesterday. hundred percent. I just, yeah, I just can't imagine that, uh, the weight of of working around sick kids it just would seem so unfair and confusing dude my sister so he was in the icu and then eventually he got moved to a a different ward so that room could be given to another kid that needs that much care Mm -hmm. once he was starting to feel better so he started sharing a room with another kid a six-month-old baby that has never left the hospital since being born wow and my sister said wow like the the strength of the mom that she met. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know if I would have been that positive and kind to the, they, this baby has had 12 roommates since living in oh, the stallery. Stuff, yeah. So also a reminder that when there's money being raised for the stallery and yes. stuff, or the 50-50 is going towards it, or the mm-hmm. Ben Stelter fund, whatever it is, maybe consider donating because 100%. man, they need that money and they need that funding and they're just all incredible. So, yeah, I just wanted to show my gratitude and for sure. my respect for everyone that works there. Five simple words, $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Cal Mustara, your real realtor with Maxwell Progressive. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I am feeling it. Yeah? Sorry, I forgot about Cal Mustara there. Sorry, buddy, if you're listening. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, we are joined by Lindsay. First time getting through with Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay before. You're working from home, and you know how the game works, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Lindsay's going to pick either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room, and then I'm going to give her five words. She tells us the first word that comes to mind for each. There is a 25-second timer, and then we'll invite your teammate back in, play the same game with them for every answer that matches the 25 bucks. Hit them all and it's a thousand. It's been a minute since we gave away a thousand bucks. So let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay, who is your teammate this morning? I'm going to go with Ryder. (gasps) Okay. This makes me very happy because I love my words today. Okay. Just going to. Good. (laughs) Just going to wait till he's completely out of the studio and then I'll start that timer right after I say the first word. Okay. Lindsay, good luck. Thanks. What's the first word that comes to your mind when I say happy? Sad. Cereal. Milk. Chapped. What was that? Chapped. C-H-A-P-P. Lips. Hanger. Clothes. Salsa. Nacho. Good job. And we still had 10 seconds left on the clock. That's impressive, Lindsay. Nice. Now hopefully he gets them. Yes. Fingers crossed. Okay, Ryder, all of Edmonton and area are depending on you right now. We need some sort of win because last night with the Oilers was I don't want to talk about disappointing. it. Disappointing. What comes to your mind when I say happy? Sad? Yes! Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to yell into the microphone. I'll try not to do that again. Did you take some uppers? No, I think I'm overtired from okay. staying up so late. Cereal. Milk? Yes. Yes. 50 bucks. Let's make it 75. Chapped. Lips. Yes. Hanger. Coat. 
What? The answer is clothes. No. Let's try and send Lindsay home. Sorry, Linz. I mean, Sounds okay. I guess she's already at home. Send her home with 100 bucks. What comes to mind when I say salsa? There are two options here. I know there are. I know there are. I'm going to go with dance. <laughs> I love that everyone else listening was thinking either chips, chips. or nachos, but you went with dance. <laughs> well, that was cute. It's because these hips don't lie. Absolutely. Well, what 75 bucks. 75 bucks, Lindsay. Good Thank job. Thank you. Thanks for playing. She crushed it. That was such a possibility, though. So she like, said chips. She said nachos. Oh, no, I wouldn't have said that. No? I would have said chips or dance. What a, what a great start to that game, though. Your next chance to win money with us is tomorrow morning with Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. 7.50. If you didn't know who the Blue Jays, uh, what is he called? Backup pitcher or something? Anthony Rel- Bases? The reliever. It's an actual position. Oh. It's not just like the guy who sits on the bench all the time. Well, I've never heard of him until now. Anthony Bass. I know Springer. I know Vladdy Jr. So you know the full-time players. I know Bob Yeah, pitchers don't play the full games usually, right? Right. So that's why, like, the main pitchers will come in, and then when they leave, the relievers will come in. So Anthony Bass is one of those. Okay, so he's the reliever. He's in the news everywhere. Like, we're talking Pop Crave. All of the local news stations, New York Post, mm-hmm. everywhere, because he slammed an airline United Airlines on Twitter, and now it's sparking debate, a parenting debate. So this was his tweet. The flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? If you see the photo, which I'm sure you have, because this is a very viral story at this point, everybody seems to be talking about it. In my opinion, looks like there's maybe 10 kernels. Mm, yeah. Like, pick it up. I don't know. Like, I just don't think it should have gotten to the extent of him calling out the airline. And I don't even know who I'm directing my pick it up to because there's a five-year-old right there. You get the kid to do it, for sure. But everybody making a big deal out of this. How can you not compromise and just have somebody do it? They're saying now that it's a, a safety hazard to have popcorn on the ground. I don't know why. So the the flight attendant would have walked by and said, "We need this excuse me, can yeah. you please pick up the popcorn? Like, that's part of the rules around here. So the wife sends a picture to her husband who then posts online. I bet she was so mad that he posted it online after seeing the backlash that started coming in. And now he's saying, like, they're handling it. <laughs> Did somebody get fired over this? I really hope not. This is such a bad look for the Blue Jays and Canadians in general, because now that it's worldwide news, I'm like, no. A lot of people in the States just think all of Canada is Toronto. Right. So he's putting us all, mm-hmm. he's making us all look bad. 100%. And whiny. Yeah, very privileged take to, like, make this big of a stink out of it. Some of the people in the comment section are saying, Genuinely curious who should clean up the mess your two-year-old made. As a parent of three kids, I'm the one responsible for them. Mm. And he wrote back, the cleaning crew they hire. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I don't think there is a cleaning crew. I think between flights, the flight attendants will go through and, like, check each Quite often, seat yeah. and, like, get rid of garbage. But I don't know if they have, like, a, a broom. There is cleaning crews that will come in eventually, not between every flight. Okay. But- uh, somebody else wrote, just because you're rich doesn't mean everyone's your servant. I hope this helps. Okay, but can I have a bit of a controversial take? Yeah. 
like I said, I'm looking at this picture. There's not that many kernels on the ground. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I was the flight attendant, I would just pick them up and move on with my life. You never know what that flight attendant's going through, though, too. Like, maybe they have a bad back. Maybe they... Maybe they're sick of people on planes because people on planes can sometimes be the worst. That's why as soon as I get on a plane, my headphones are in and I'm fully mm-hmm. cranked. I am not listening to anything because I don't want to listen to people bickering or fighting on an airplane. I would uh, uh, <laughs> I would trade them if I was the manager of the Blue Jays. Yeah, gone. we can because like, what am I supposed to do now? Still cheer for the Blue Jays? I'm embarrassed. When he's pitching, I want to see him get lit up. Somebody <laughs> tweeted here Adam, and said, somebody's been cleaning up all right. The batters you've faced this season. No, I actually died. Yeah. Did you see that top comment underneath the Twitter thread? That was like, seems like throwing trash is <laughs> throwing trash runs. Throwing in the garbage around. <laughs> I died. It was so good. Anyway, we'd love to hear your thoughts on yeah. this. Um, I think the simple answer is make the five-year-old clean it up. A five-year-old is old enough and mobile enough and start them young. Yeah, you're exactly. still you're still dealing with trying to get your eleven-year-old to pick up after herself. It's hard to get kids. On it, hundred percent for sure. Yeah, that five-year-old. It looks like they're just watching their device. It's a good opportunity for a lesson. Hey, your little sister spilled some popcorn. Can you pick it up for me, please? I'm pregnant. Done. If this was a movie theater, like man, you should see me in a movie theater. I am like tossing the popcorn. I am like (laughs) when I hand the popcorn bag over to someone that's like two seats down, half the popcorn falls on the ground, and I'm like, it's okay to do here. Like it's normal. Yeah, it's like those restaurants you go where you throw the peanut shells on the ground. (laughs) Yeah. It, that doesn't matter. Whereas on an airline, yeah, let's be a little bit more careful. I've got it. Okay. It's the airline's fault. Why? Who serves popcorn on a flight? Good point. If it's not allowed to be on the ground, don't serve it. Only serve crackers and salami. Those are allowed to be on the ground, not a hazard. God bless Gene Principe of the Edmonton Oilers, who manages to somehow just sell the puns. And it's funny and it's a little bit tacky. But you can't help but root for him. And as much as some people are like, oh, he's so cringy, like some people say that, think of how boring it's going to be when he retires. Yeah. Who can fill those shoes? None of you. He's And he's actually like putting in that work. And he's a sweetheart. Yep. He's a wonderful dude. When he moved out of the way to let a younger journalist through for the post-game interview mm-hmm. to get a closer microphone yeah. to one of our players, like that was so wholesome to Sweetheart. see. Sweetheart. And to be honest, quite often TV hosts will try to be funny and try to do the tongue-in-cheek thing, and it's truly cringy. Well, when Gene does it, we just go, oh, Gene. Right. That's eh, okay. But like, let's go through some of the other ones that I've tracked down. <laughs> this is a group of people trying to resonate with a group of uh, TV anchors, trying to resonate with college kids that were on spring break. Are you ready for this? Yes. Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week, and it's time to slay all day. Yeet! Stay woke, no. be on fleek, and get that Gucci <laughs> breakfast. Goals. Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turnt, right, Chris? Yes. Toledo weather going to be V-lit during testing week. A hundo P chance of success. You've got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking? Oh, they, this kept going for another minute. That has to be satire. Well, they are trying to be funny, but it was just... The worst thing I ever heard. Here's another attempt by an anchor to have a real <laughs> tongue-in-cheek pun, but uh, 
not good. When on space missions, astronauts get used to eating freeze-dried foods, but today there's something fresh. Astronauts on board the International Space Station were able to sample some red romaine lettuce. The lettuce is special because it was grown in space on the ISS. Love it. Agriculture that's out of this world. Gotta say, it seems like a better idea than eating food grown on Uranus. Uh, let's take a look at the game of the night. What? I can't. <sighs> I can't. So that's what I'm saying. We have to celebrate. We're lucky. We have to celebrate Gene Principe. He's perfect. I want you to take a run at this. I want to see if you can like write a, a punny headline. Okay? Oh, no, I'm so bad with puns, Ryder. So this is a story that just surfaced yesterday about a pizza guy who was delivering pizza. And there was somebody who had stolen a car that got out of the car while being chased by police and was running right by him. And this is what shook down his account. Then I can see him getting away from the cop, and I'm like, well, I'm right here, so I might as well do something. He's coming right towards you. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I might as well like throw my leg out. Watch as 29-year-old Morell, still holding onto a pizza, trips the 17-year-old suspect who goes airborne. He then falls to the ground, and police quickly take the suspect into custody. Okay, so if you were the... Uh the news anchor, and you're going to lead off that story and try to do something with, you know, a little pizzazz. Like, for example, if there was a story about um, a cat that was stuck in a tree and it didn't come down until it started pouring rain, no doubt the anchor would say, well, it was raining cats, but no dogs today. Back to you, hey, wait a minute. Phil. So this headline, the story is somebody was delivering a pizza, got yes. out of their car and tripped someone that was running away from the cops while still holding the pizza. That's right. Okay. If I were a news anchor, I would say, got some real crusty news for you this morning. <laughs> is that good? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Do you want to hear what he went with? Well, I don't know if it can beat crusty. Now this story is a real trip. Hail the hero. A Delaware County pizza delivery driver is serving up both pizza and justice. After he <laughs> okay, I actually really like that one. That's good. <laughs> serving up pizza and, and justice. justice. The Rider and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.